0: things were made. We all have a creator. He created all of us, whether we acknowledge it or not. You can run away from your creator, but he still created him because through him all things were created. Next verse, in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. We were created through him, but only in him did we find our completion. Only in Him do we find our life, and that life is the light of all mankind. That's why we live in some people live in darkness because you can be created through Him, but it is your decision whether you will unite in Him, and only in Him do you find your completion. In Him, only in Him, and the life stamp, that completion with Christ was the only light in the holy place. I love we have the candles here; the candle light were the only lights. In the holy place, and when God created the world, He said, "Let there be light." On the first day. I don't know if you noticed that's the very first word that ever came out of the mouth of God. Let there be light, because God is light. And I'm, I think, the very first thing our Creator ever ever says was, "Let there be light." His response to darkness is to turn on the light. Hmm? He saw the darkness and he said, let there be light. So light was created on the first day, but on the fourth day, the sun, moon, and the stars were created. So what was the light from day one to day four? I think it was the glory of the Lord. I think the glory of the Lord lit up the world for the first three days. Just to make the point, I am the light only, only in me. I am that big, bright light. And in all eternity, he's going to be our light again. So he started out by the glory of the Lord being the light of the world. And that's what we're going to enjoy in eternity. Jesus is that light. I know I've said it before, but I hate this song. This little light of mine. This has never been a little light of mine. (laughs) It's a big, bright light that lights up our entire world. That's the glory of the Lord. And Jesus says, I am the light. So we have Genesis where God says, let there be light. And then we have John again that says, light came into the world. And Jesus says, I am the light. I light up every corner of your light. Life. I light up every area in your troubled mind. I light up every step of your path because I am your light. If we continue in John 1, where we just slept, but now we're going to the Passion Translation. It says, Life came into being because of him, because of Christ. For his life, is light for all humanity. Just love it. He's light for all humanity. And you need to say amen to this. <laughs> Do you get that? There is hope. Don't think we live in just the dark world. There is hope because he's light for all humanity. And this living expression is the light that burst through gloom and the light the darkness that darkness could not diminish. This is our Jesus. He is that light, but there's a lot of darkness in our world. And I don't—I—I I actually, it—it it saddens my heart. Oh, we live in such a dark world. It's such a, eh, you know, you lost hope already. I'm like, what's your focus? God said, "Let there be light." When we talk about darkness, it's about turning on the light switch. Because Jesus is here. He is the light of the world. And the other day we were talking about corruption, and as soon as corruption, I'm like, oh, that's such so, a so big th- That's one of the big dark, right? If any of you solve corruption within your lifetime, bless you. And um, like, ah, oh, if just we could have some, you know, it's election time. Let's have a godly president. I said, Andres, you know what I think? I think I have a different strategy. I'm thinking, if you're the light, and you're the light. You're the light, and you're the light, and you're the light. And what if all of us in here really shone for Jesus? Wouldn't that change corruption quicker? I think so. If the church really rose to their feet, and we all became that light of integrity, I think the darkness would flee much faster. But here's the verdict. John 3:19. Here's the verdict. Here, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Light has come. Don't pray for light to come. It's here. Jesus has come. The light has come. But people love darkness. And we can't have them both. Light and darkness, you can't have them both. You know that as soon as you ignite the light... The darkness is gone. The darkness flee. So you don't have to live in darkness. But the verdict is, the light has come, but so often we choose darkness. And we don't allow the light of God to really come in and light up every area. It's like, ah, I'm holding this one to myself. I'm hiding this one in the darkness. And as soon as there's darkness, you can hide. For Jesus to be our light, we need to lay it all out there. I think that's part of the holy place, that the Holy Spirit, he comes in and he illuminates our soul, our mind, our will and our emotion. And we just say, light it all up, Holy Spirit, deal with it. I want to live in the light. I don't want to say yes to darkness. I don't want to love darkness. I want to love the light. All right. That's how we renew our minds. We ask the light to come in. So each of the lambs didn't run on electricity for any of you who are not yet turned the age of me. There was something before power. Uh, So there was oil burning on all the lambs. And the priests were instructed, it was part of their duties to make sure there was always oil on the lambs so that they would be burning day and night. Something happens in my spirit every time I hear that phrase. Day and night. Because it so stirs up a passion. I want to burn for him day and night and night and day and day and night. Are you with me? I want to burn for him. I had a prophetic word recently that said, you're going to rest in the glory and wake up in the glory and go about your day in the glory and eat your meat in the glory. That was a South Africa. That's why the meat. But apart from that... <laughs> Rest in the glory, wake up in the glory, go about your day in the glory, wake me, eat your meat in the glory. Yes, and amen to that. I want it day and night his glory to be burning. You share that passion? A passion for Holy Spirit to come and burn. The other night I was we fought COVID in our household recently. Um so we're all good to go now. But so, in my COVID flu, not feeling pretty sorry for myself. Let me just admit that. I started brushing my teeth, and suddenly the glory just came. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was just caught up in glory, and I just had to lean against the wall because I was feeling sick, and yet the glory was just so heavy on me. And I dressed it, what's going on? So it, God is just good. You know, when the glory comes that's all I can say, God is good. God is good. And I just end up laying in my bed. God is good. God is good. God is so good. Until I fell asleep. I don't want that to be a visitation. I want it to be a habitation. I want that to be my life. Caught up in glory again and again and again. Where all we can say is, God is good. Because suddenly the flu disappears. As the ho- hopelessness disappeared, the self-isolation is suddenly not so isolated because the glory of the Lord rests upon it. And oil is a picture of the Holy Spirit. If we want to burn for Jesus, we need the Holy Spirit. And we need to cry every day. Our priest, we are royal priesthoods, and our duty is to make sure there's always oil on the lambs, that we always cry out for him, because they burn out all the time. So day and night, we need to cry out for the Holy Spirit. And see, the lampstand had seven branches with seven lambs, oil, a picture of the Holy Spirit, Seven, a picture of fullness. But the Holy Spirit is also called a sevenfold spirit. And Isaiah 11 helps us explain um, the virtues, the seven virtues of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you've meditated on this before, but Isaiah 11, 1 to 3. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. This is a prophecy about Jesus. He's the middle of the candlestick. He's that um, root that comes of the branch that bears fruit. He's the middle of the candlestick. So we're talking about Jesus. And I'm always comforted that Jesus needed the Holy Spirit. So, it doesn't, so it's okay, I also need him. Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to shine. So do I. But here comes verse 2, and look for the number 7. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Can we just look at them one by one? The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of Yahweh. The Father himself represented through Holy Spirit. The spirit of wisdom. Um, the message translation says, extraordinary wisdom. This, he is a spirit of extraordinary wisdom. He's a spirit of understanding, perfect understanding. He's a spirit of counsel. Or message says, wise strategy. He's a spirit of might, of mighty power. He's the spirit of the knowledge, the spirit of revelation. And he's the spirit of the fear of Yahweh. See, there's one Holy Spirit, but he operates in seven virtues. And I would love you to go home and check this one and ask, where do I need to burn more? Which of these virtues do I need to grow in? Where do I need an increase of Holy Spirit? Do I really need more of the fear of the Lord? Do I need to see him in mighty power? Do I need greater revelation, greater understanding? Do I need him to counsel me in the troubles that's going on? This is all how the spirit of the Lord operates. He's a sevenfold spirit, and he wants to operate in all those areas in our lives. Um, And if we can, so go home, meditate on that one. But several times in Revelation, the sevenfold spirit is mentioned again. You can the first chapters we often hear about the sevenfold spirit, and I'm gonna read chapter five, which says, Then I saw a lamb looking at if he had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. I shouldn't read that fast because this is fascinating. It is the Lamb of God sitting on the throne in heaven. Glory to Jesus. The Lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Okay, prophetic language and symbols. We've got the Lamb, seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits. Seven being the number of completion, perfection, and fullness. We're talking about seven spirits having seven horns. Horns, a symbol of power. So Holy Spirit has fullness of power, seven eyes, fullness of insight. Holy Spirit, fullness of power, fullness of insight on the lamp of God. But what happens? Notice, the seven spirits of God is sent out into all the earth. They didn't remain in heaven. They were sent out. How does that happen? When the Holy Spirit comes On spirit-filled believers, Christ-filled believers, and we are sent out into all the world. Then we see those virtues of the Holy Spirit in our communities, in our world. As we illuminate Christ to the world, the Holy Spirit is meant to be sent out. The sevenfold Spirit is sent out from heaven. It is Christ in me through the power and the boldness of the Holy Spirit that lights up the world there's so many scriptures about God being the light. And I think I, I can't fully comprehend it yet. I think it's... But I marvel at the point that God is light. And he lights up everything, if I allow him. It's such a revelation. But just as I think I'm trying to capture this, God, you are really the light. Jesus turns around and he says, You the light. And we get Matthew up. Uh, Not that Matthew, but Matthew's (laughs) chapter 5. You are the light. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. I'm putting you on a light stand. We're back to the lamp stand. I'm putting you on a light stand. And now that I've put you on a hilltop on a light stand, oh, I would love you to say that, wait. Come on. That. Sylvester believes in this. Okay. We're gonna do uh, sorry. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. I light everything if you want me to. And now he says, You are the light of the world. So Shine. thank you, Chet. Shine. When I hear that, I'm like, Ooh, that's the greatest command of it. How is that possible? It's not, but we got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Through the Holy Spirit. And I think that's why I want you to understand it, because the command to shine is greater than what we can do. And when we are presented with a job that is greater than what we can do, what does it make us do? It makes us cry out for Holy Spirit. I need you. Come and come, burn. I need to burn. I need oil on those lamps for me to shine. We want to cry out for the Holy Spirit. It says when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we receive power. All the power we need to be light in this world. And what happens then? Then we are sent out as witnesses. The sevenfold Spirit is sent out. He comes upon us. But to do what? To be sent out as light. Guys, I have something. Do I have something? Tech, if you have a video ready for me, wave at me. When I saw this one, I've been excited ever since. <laughs> I, you just need to see this. This is when Je- look at their faces. Look what happens when Jesus comes into the world. Look at the setting. They're all drinking beers. They are all saying, "No, thank you, Jesus." But look at this. This is good. Did you enjoy that? I have my beer in one hand and Jesus, you healed me right there on the spot. That light that is turned on, did you see it in the eyes? Just, can we go for it? Can we go for that? Because Jesus is that light. And I think what hit me here was I was intimidated when I saw the situation. Oh, you know, are oh, we the cool guys? We have no problems in the world, and we're just drinking our beer and don't come and interfere. And then Jesus walks right in. Amazing. Um, and do you know what? I think it's a scripture that really helped me in this. Colossians one twelve. Giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light this is our inheritance this is what the kingdom of light looks like the kingdom of light looks like igniting light wherever we go and the good thing is who qualifies the father i struggled with that for a long time oh i'm not qualified whatever you've called me to. And I think that often hinders. Oh, I'm not qualified. I don't have the right papers. I've not prayed enough. I've not done this enough. I've not been to Bible school. I've not Oh, there's a long list of things we haven't done, and there are things that we can I say something? Actually, as we're talking about holiness, it's not about qualification. The Father has qualified you. You can walk out today, no matter what has happened in your life, you are qualified. Because in the kingdom of light, the Father says, you are qualified. So there are no more excuses. What you just saw, that testimony, can be your testimony in five minutes' time. Because you're qualified. Holiness is about getting closer to God. But don't think that, oh, I need to sit here until I'm holy. No, please go out there and demonstrate whatever light you've already captured and more will come. Because that's how it is with the glory. Everything of God, really. The more you use it, the more you give it out, the more you receive it. So whatever glory you have received, whatever revelation you have received, just give it away. Did you see the heal? His, ne- his neck was healed. And what was the ne- next that happened? He prayed for his friend's food and he was healed. He had not even given his life to yet Jesus yet. But the Father says, you're qualified. Yeah. <clears throat> so today... I want us to have some time to worship together. Um, because this is a series on holiness and on worship. And you know the scripture from, from John 4:24. Uh, let's just run into it. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. Worship is a spirit connection. It is our spirit connecting with the Spirit of God more than anything else. And I'm not going to go into this today. But as we talk about the Holy Spirit, it's the dimension of worshiping in tongues, praying in tongues. And if you have not yet received the gift of tongues, ask and you will receive. If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, ask and you will receive. The Father loves to give the Holy Spirit. So we want to stand with you in faith today. That if that's you, you say, Holy Spirit, I've never been filled with you. I've never been baptized in the Spirit. Today can be your day. Because as much as we understand Jesus as our light, we need the Holy Spirit to be able to carry that light out. We need to worship Him in spirit and in truth. The interesting is about the sevenfold spirit It's all about revealing truth. It was the spirit of understanding, of strategy, of wisdom, of counsel. It's all about the truth. And the more my spirit connects with the spirit of God, the more He reveals truth to me. And the more I understand truth, the more I love Him. And the more I want to go deeper and then the circle continues. My spirit connects with the spirit of God and He reveals more truth to me. He gives me greater understanding and I just love Him more. That's how the spirit and the truth works together. I have an encounter with truth as well as with the spirit. And the truth will set you free. We're back to my message a few weeks ago. The more I know who he is, the more I understand the truth of who he is, the more I understand of who I am in him. And that is what sets your mind free. So if there are mental issues today, we're going to ask the light to come in and just shine. Because the light of God... The truth will set you free. Amen. Can we stand to our feet? And I would like worshippers to just fill the auditorium in front, or on the sides, so or ministry team, because we're going to have a time together. Where as we worship, the wonderful thing is about worship. When we, when our spirit connects with the spirit of God, the glory of the. Lord fills the house. And when the glory is here, anything can happen. So if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit today, now as we worship, give that cry to the Lord. And worship as ministry team. As we worship, let's intercede for the people. If you're here today and it is mental health, and you say, you speak about light, but my mind is just in darkness. The light has come. The light has come also into your mind. Or whatever area you need light, you need that breakthrough, let's do it as we worship. So practically what we're going to do, we're going to have a song on the screen, and we're going to sing along. And if you have one of those needs, you can just raise your hands, God see that hand, and He's going to meet your need. People around you, just stretch your hands out for them. We're not going to lay hands and we're not going to crowd around people. But we have faith in our hearts that God is going to move as we worship. So, hey, all of you are now qualified as a ministry team. We come before the Lord in the holy place. Isn't it wonderful? We are royal priests too, so we can go into that place. We can come into the presence. And we are going to press in today and believe God for breakthrough. Believe the, God, the light to come on you. We can start the music. And just, if you're here... Lift and you need God that light. Just lift your hands so we know where you are and we can stretch our hands towards you and we can worship together. And I think God is asking us again today, can I have it all? Can I consume you? Do you want to burn for me? And can we just make that response as a church that yes, Lord? Yes, Lord. Come and burn. We want to be consumed. Consumed by your light. Consumed by your fire in Jesus' name. If you're here today and you've not said yes to Jesus, maybe you known him years back, but you walked away. Maybe the verdict is for you. You love darkness more than you love the light. And you know you walked away. Maybe you never said yes to Jesus. You never allowed the light into your life. I want to encourage you right now, if that is you, to say yes to Jesus. You can just lift our hands. All eyes are closed. So it's just me seeing your hands so we can pray together. So if in you are here and you say, Yes, I need Jesus today, just quickly lift your hand and we can pray together. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Lift your hands so I can see it. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, the more. This is a moment that affects eternity. So don't waste it. Last chance. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just lift your hand. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can we, church, all pray this prayer together? And if you prayed for the first time, this is a significant moment for you. We say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you that my light has come. Today, I decide to walk away from darkness and say yes to the light. Jesus, I invite you into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I want to walk with you for the rest of my life. I thank you for your gift of forgiveness. I thank you that I'm qualified to be a light in this world because you light up my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen.